right. After a uh, difficult show yesterday with Teeny Tiny, she's back at it again, Sherry. She said, <laughs> she says, hello, potato. Have you seen this new thing that she's doing? Hello, she puts the potato potato. On. She then she licks on it and then takes little bites, little bites out of it. Uh-huh. Come on. That's cute. It's a new thing for 2024. Uh, does she eat anything but potatoes? Yeah. Well, Muppet the answer is no. <laughs> All right, then. Sorry, I didn't mean you. Uh, you're right, Teeny. Whatever you want to eat, that's fine. Can you turn the mic off again for me just one second? Uh, Teeny, hold on a second. got to tell Sherry we're, we're going to go shopping for your birthday. We don't want Where you to you hear Where are you going? This. We're going to turn your mic off. We're going to just, we just want, I'm going to get you a birthday present. I want you to hear what it is. Uh, we're going to fire her. Okay. Okay. How many days in a row are you going to tell me? It's sure. It's not easy. Just you can't. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. You got a human resources that get involved. You've got to find. You got to look at her file, and see where you know told her to improve on things. She didn't. There's a couple times she came in drunk, and then we have that whole program to help her with that. So this isn't as easy as it seems. Well, if you're documenting all of this, it's already done. All you have to do Joe is turn has it all in. of it. We just don't know. We've got to running it through the lawyers. You're just stalling. And, uh, and, you uh, don't. You don't know. You're stalling. Joe, mama. Okay. You know. Here we go. The Muckleshoot <laughs> Casino Resort text line one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. Sure, you, know, you and I'll talk about this later. Diving into the day. Ah. Come on, get, stop! She's got this weird look on her. Go, you look all yeah. suspicious. You're fine, Tina. You're fine. All right, so you get the letter of the day. She's going to choose a letter for you. That's what her main job is. Alaska Airlines and United uh, find out what? Hey, look at this. A couple of loose bolts over here. This is in many of their 747 MAX inspections. When so start looking at it, they're like, well, there's a loose bolt. There's a loose bolt. So they're, you know, it's best that they find it on their own before somebody else finds it or the plug comes out of the side of the plane. And um, then you got bigger problems. So Seattle Times says, upon further review, Looks like more of them have found loose bolts. Mm -hmm. There's only four bolts that hold in those door plugs. Good, good. That's all you need. If one (laughs) of them is loose and they found a couple of them and a couple of them and they've kept, they're keeping the whole flight or the whole fleet grounded, I believe, until each Uh one can be inspected and they can make sure that those bolts are tightened up and everything's okay. Ah, good. I know whenever I put anything together, like furniture and stuff, I always have so many leftover washers and bolts and things like that. I'm thinking, why do they give me so many extra bolts and nuts and washers? There's always seems to be like six or seven left at the bottom of the thing. I'm like, ah, washers are for losers. You don't need that. You don't need to see <laughs> <Right>. any instructions. <laughs> right. It's not yeah. like it's going to fall over on you. <laughs> I built eight Adirondack chairs and... I cannot for the life of me, I put them all together, and they. when you sit down in them, the back goes all the way back, and they turn into, like, recliners. And I think, well, there's got to be some way to adjust that. But then I realize, oh, I put the one piece of wood on the wrong thing so you can't stop it. Then I had to take them all apart and start all over again. So people are like, wow, these chairs go way back. So mm-hmm. then I had to buy pillows for all the chairs. So to because I just refuse to take them all apart again, you know, like that IKEA furniture. Oh. You, know, you put that thing together. And, do you know why IKEA makes you put the furniture together? Uh, because they're everything's cheap. Well, it's cheaper to have it all knocked down, so and it's easier for packing. But here's what they found: that if you put it together, 
um, and then set it up and put it in the house and put it in the room or whatever, you feel closer to it and you like it more. But if you built it and then you have it there, you're like, look at that. There's a sense of accomplishment that comes along with the completing of the thing, and people then like their, they have a higher level of appreciation or something for the bookshelf, the dork mm. nog or whatever they call the thing, and they put it there. Yeah, so. they didn't ask me uh, about that because I got to tell you, I, I, I'm too into instant gratification. I can't wait for let's get the bugs and then you know and then uh, yeah, my ex-husband used to. We used, when we didn't have any money, we'd had IKEA furniture, and he would yeah. sort out all the nuts and the bolts and the this and the that, <laughs> put it all in order. No oh, God, know. Oh. I know. Yeah, and I just I didn't have the patience for it. I wanted it to be done, and I wanted it to be right there so I could start using it or enjoying it. I, I know, but Sherry, it had to be built. So what do you mean you didn't have the patience for it? When he's looking, putting the bolts and everything in little piles, and yeah, because it would take forever. The guy, the weird guy with the big nose and the arms. Nothing else is written yeah, because it takes a little while to put one of those things together. And you're standing there, what, hocking them to China, yelling at him, hurry up, get it done? No. No wonder, no wonder <laughs> yeah, he that's left what... you. No wonder okay. he left you. No, that's not what happened. But... Hey, teeny. I hear you, Teeny. Oh, yeah. High five. Yeah, that's right. No, that's not, that's oh, not what happened, and that's not yes. the way that I was. I was very patient in front uh-huh. of him, but in my head, I was thinking – how long is this going to take? Yeah. It's taking forever. Yeah, yeah. While, mean, you, just... while you put while you put the uh, bookshelf together, I'll be filling out the divorce papers. Um, my wife and I always, <laughs> Paul and I would go, and ne- we never ate anything, so we'd always have low blood sugar and then come home and then scream at each other while we were putting those things together, and then we'd break it. And then my expression was, uh, it's a big dumpster, somebody has to fill it, and you just take that gigantic thing, just toss it in there, and the Particle boards flying. They're supposed to be talking about United. That's, Alaska, that's mature, the by bolts the way. And, yes, thank you. Um, so they're going to fix the thing, and they're grounding a few of these because, of course, they have to. I'm sure at this point we haven't heard, but it will be just be a matter of time until the lawsuits start flying in Alaska Airlines' direction because, you know, oh, the stress and the strain and all the other stuff that goes with it, the attorneys are probably circling at this point. You know, are you having trouble sleeping, recurring nightmares? You know, were you injured in any way? Have you anything happened to you? Can we possibly, you know, do you think you can have a suit that you could bring against them? Would you sue if you are on the plane, Sherry? Like, not, like, let's say this, flat out. You're sitting there in your seat. As terrifying as it is, but people are calmly, the plane's going back down, turns around. You know, the one woman said she held onto her kid or something. Nobody got sucked out. A few injuries with some stuff being sucked through the window. If you were not injured, let's say you were sitting in the front, it was terrifying. And an attorney called you and said, I might be able to get you some money for a suit. Would you join the suit? Not if I wasn't hurt. I think that's bad karma. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Joe? Probably not. Okay. Andrew? Joe Mama. Andrew? What? You going to get on that suit? <laughs> <laughs> never, mind. never mind. I think Andrew's got sucked out of the show. Um, I'm so loyal to Alaska Airlines, I even hate doing these stories. Cause I'm like, ah, they're fine. You know what? Get a new plug. Move on. You know, I'm such a huge fan of the of the of the the business because I fly with them all the time. I really like them so much. I'm like, oh, you know, everybody can lose a plug every once in a while. So there you go, Alaska. Well, it's not really the airline. I mean, it is, but it's mostly Boeing's problem. I mean, or Boeing those, was uh, the one. those internet people. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, it's either, no, it's, there's another company that is in, responsible for putting those things and taking them off. So that could be part, part of it. Yeah, it's not, it's Boeing, it makes the plane, but then there's another company that helps service putting those uh, plugs back in place. Anybody back me up on that? No? Uh, sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You know what? I'm gonna t- you don't take a you out and Sherry and, and Teeny. Uh, because you you are looking for a new job because it looks like the folks there at the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile have uh, they're going out looking again for people to apply for jobs. Oscar Mayer is hiring full time Wiener Mobile drivers. Qualifications, salary, and information is all included. We actually had a woman that worked at the front desk at Cairo that um, she applied for the thing, and she felt as if she didn't get the job because she was too old. They didn't say that, but, Sherry, do you sense that they might be looking for a particular age group in here? Well, apparently less than 1%, or it should actually be fewer than 1%, of applicants are hired (laughs) on average, and... So they they really probably are looking for college students. That seems like what that's what they want to do. Um, they have a base salary of thirty five six thirty five thousand six hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. they're called hot doggers. They get about seventy two hundred dollars a year for meals and personal travel, and they go to like forty cities. So mm-hmm. they are they have to be very personable. They have to be very happy. And keep in mind that the Wiener Mobile was going to be the Frank Mobile. We did that. We talked about that. They didn't mm-hmm. think Wiener oh, Mobile was story. working anymore. Wide <laughs> open. <did>. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, no and, one else. They were afraid to touch that story. We had no problem getting in no. there, touching that Wiener, and making sure that story was told. <laughs> That's right. We we were all about it. And so yeah. the Frank Mobile is no longer. It is now the Wiener Mobile. A little fun fact. Uh, a member of Congress during college was a Wiener Mobile driver. Uh, this person is no longer in college. Would you like to take a stab at who that might be? Um, it's a Republican. He was in a very high position for a little while. Jim Walsh. <laughs> no, Congress. Oh. Uh, a high position. Oh, John Boehner. Yes, John Boehner. Paul it's Reiner. John Curley, Paul, Paul. the radio host. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Yes. Huh. Okay. Thank you, Sherry. Well, that is a very fun <laughs> fact. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it is. I liked him. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, by the way, if you were the uh, Wiener Mobile driver, don't you think uh-huh. you also have to put up with a lot of sort of double entendres where you're driving around? Of course, of course. And then it gets old, and I don't have, uh, you know, I don't, Uh-oh. I don't have a lot of patience for that. So I don't think it's just like IKEA I furniture. Know, I disconnect and reconnect. I think John is uh, reconnecting at this point. <laughs> okay. So to answer the question is yes, uh, I would expect to have a lot of Wiener Mobile jokes. But, I mean, this is something I think they want to have. They want college students to do it. They want people that are really energetic, really young. I don't fit in any of those categories. I so, had these. Uh, the, one of where they serviced and parked them for a lot of times was in Santa Barbara. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. Okay. That sound means okay. I'm back. All right. Sorry okay. about that. We have lots of high winds and storms and everything else knocking me offline for just a moment. Did I miss anything exciting? Uh, no, Joe was just explaining about uh, a Wienermobile. <laughs> I was stalling. Yeah, no, you're good. Okay, fine, good. All right. <laughs> Finally, uh, the um, 
the fact that people visit the it's one of the biggest tourist draws in Chicago. They think a rat fell off of a building. It must have been writing against Putin. A rat falls off mm-hmm. a building, lands in wet <laughs> concrete, and dies. So there, it is an impression of the rat landing in the concrete, and people stop by. They leave flowers and notes for now the where the rat, you know, hit the ground. And where is this part in Chicago? Is it, is it worth visiting? I mean, if you want to see the in, impression of a rat in the sidewalk, yeah, I guess so. It's very striking. Uh, a lot of detail. And people leave messages, right? Like one was like, uh, f- they they posted their picture with the next to the rat hole, and like one of them was uh, fell or pushed. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> it's kind of gotten this interesting little little legacy. Uh, the post was viewed more than the one post was viewed more than four point seven million times. Uh, yeah. So it's something that's getting a bit of attention. It is kind of kind of sad when you look at it i mean the poor thing sure i'm sure he didn't suffer when he once he hit the ground like that i'm sure he i don't know it, he's right? like he is like bleh, like just boom it's like a cartoon when somebody falls off a building and they go splat yeah. and there's like the 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 silhouette of him this is really where we I, I feel like i'm falling off a building right now with this segment <laughs> well rats well, are resilient and they can fall oh, from okay. heights here of about go. 50 here, feet Mr. here's miss i read everything on the story and i just i'm gonna make I just sure got, i get it all I, out there i just got the story at the same time you did like a minute and a half before we went on the air. yeah joe <laughs> <laughs> I needed to pad our schedule a little some bit. Some crappy story, and then we got to fill time with it. Good God. Where's that bong? Um, and finally, one other horrible story Joe throws in at the last minute. That apparently, Pickleball now has a little competition this year, and it is rat throwing. No. <laughs> it is called paddle. Um, oh, paddle's not new. Paddle tennis? Where you take it off the wire, and you can—they've got heaters underneath the um, underneath the uh, the paddle platform that takes the snow off, and then you can—the ball is like a hard rubber ball, uh, like a dog would chew. And uh, yeah, paddle tennis has been around for a long time. Is it really the big competition against them? It's it's for the elite. Uh, it's a networking superconductor for athletic, like-minded, like-moneyed masters of the universe. <laughs> So yes. it's 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 the pickleball is for kind of the lower end and yeah. paddle is for the higher end uh, people. They say pickleball, I play pickleball is sometimes. pickleball is a game. Paddle, <laughs> paddle is a sport. Paddle is a sport, and as a as a as a, a kid that used to spend many many days at the uh, Philadelphia Country Club, I can tell you that we we my mother, my father, and I had some very fabulous paddle games against uh, the O'Briens and the Murphys, and just a super, super great, great group of friends over there playing paddle. Oh, uh, see? Yeah, and my sounds... And Uncle John was over there. He was just a, what a super guy he was. So, Michael, where are you going to college? Have you found a college that you're really, you're really excited about? And I was like, I can't get into college, Uncle John. Ah, super, super. That's a super, super. Boy, that's a super shot right there. Good for you. Hey, super shot, Michael. Is I'm not sure this is the same thing. It's elements of tennis, racquetball. Oh yes, it is. Oh, Sherry, you're super out of it, aren't you? You must not have gone to a super college. But yeah, oh, it's a fabulous sport. You know, it really is. Just go bang right off, and then take it off the net, and then back it up. Whoa! There you go. 
Well, Super maybe good you'll be, maybe you should give up your pickleball obsession now and pick up paddle. It's I think little... it's too expensive to build the thing. We're on our way making the paddle pickleball courts out here. We're ready to go with that. Nick and I are really into pickleball now, right, Nick? All right. Yep. There we go. Yeah, I right. play pickleball they... sometimes. Hey, J- Jacob, you're not on the show anymore. We don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Poor Jacob. What? What'd you say, Jacob? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? I play pickleball sometimes. <laughs> he can be your first guest. He's a super good guy. What, did, Jacob? Yeah. Where'd you go to college, huh? Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> I've not ever. Uh, nobody's. No, uh, no right. use of it. Oh. All right then. Thank you. <laughs> a little nervous. Super guy. Super. Super guy. <laughs> All right, a little bit of, hey, hey, Philadelphia news here. The the, um, Biden administration reverses the decision to remove the William Penn statue at Welcome Park in Philly. So this news broke, I think, last week that they were just going to get rid of the statue and get rid of the little house there at this park, kind of a crappy park they have in Philadelphia. And they were going to remove the statue and remove William Penn uh, sort of model of this house. And when they were asked why, they're like, well, for inclusion. Huh? So you got to get rid of William Penn. Statue goes away. The little house goes away. Then they're going to build a different kind of park, spend some money on that, and do something more with Native Americans or something. So it was just going to go away because the president was yesterday was talking about people erasing history. I guess they all of a sudden realized, oh, boy, we're kind of erasing history. Why are we going to get rid of William Penn there at this? Why get rid of that guy? But the folks that are in charge, the wokesters, the DEI supporters, uh, don't like the fact, I'm sure, that William Penn had slaves. So, therefore, he has to go. William Penn, Pennsylvania, the state named after him. But let's get rid of the statue and we'll redo the park and we'll have no mention of William Penn and just things will be better. Well, once the news got out, then all of a sudden the Biden administration, I think of yesterday, reversed course and said oh no no we that huh what no william penn gets to stay they're going to redo part of the park and um i guess they'll add extra stuff in there to appease the uh the wokesters that wanted to take a statue down as they've taken other statues down this year and last year and of course you know george washington statue christopher columbus statues all these horrible human beings they need uh, to go so that we have no you know history of men that have made uh, and created great marks on uh, North America and really changed the world. But it's important that they go because they're white dead men and we can't have the statues of those people. So why did they switch course? Did the Biden administration say, Sherry? Uh, Josh Shapiro, who's the governor of Pennsylvania, took credit. He said, my team has been in contact with the Biden administration throughout the day to correct this decision. I'm pleased Welcome Park will remain the rightful home of this William Penn statue right here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that Penn founded. Oh, that's good. That's good. The William Penn statue, um, the one on top of the building is also well-known as well. Um, I wonder how William Penn feels about it because the guy's got a great history. Yeah. And whoever it was that just thought he has to go really didn't understand anything about William Penn and what he was all about. So, um, Joe, do we able to get an interview with William Penn? We absolutely did. All right. Hey, Andrew, can you, I think there's some music, William Penn, normal walk-on music that he uses. Well, 
All right, how you guys doing? Good to see everybody. All right. Bars, angles, struggling war here. Keeping it strong. Hey, sure, how you doing? Hi, Mr. Penn. It's very nice to have you. Call me Willie. Call me Willie. All everybody right, Willie. Dies. Everybody <laughs> dies. Oh, Willie. Okay, this has been... Out. Close the door, will you? All right, what's going on? Well, you know, it's been sort of a roller coaster of a week for you. Woo! Uh, you're telling you're... me. One minute I'm yeah. like, well, I got to leave, right? It's bad enough. Yeah. That got... yeah, yeah, I know, I know. There's two of me. There's one on top of City Hall, and then I was down. There's a smaller one of me over near the uh, the uh, Welcome Park. Not, <laughs> not a lot of people go to that one, but that's all right. That's all right. Biden but saved you... my ass. <laughs> well, I think it was your governor that saved you. I, I think hey, Spiro, good guy. Good guy. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. He's all right. He's all right. Here's a weird thing. Like, they have think I have a problem with the Indians. I love the Indians. The Indians love That's me. That's right. First of all, I never came in armed. I would always negotiate with them. Like, all the treaties and stuff like that. It was always like, no, no, you know, no heavy-handed stuff. And every once in a while, I'd be like, who's your fastest guy here? And they'd be like, oh, that's like, you know, running bear. I'm like, yeah, running bear miles. And then I would race him and I'd beat him. And that was uh -huh. kind of my thing. Because I was like, okay. hey, you know. But so, you were, yeah. you were a friend of the Indians when other people didn't want to deal with them or would actually rip them off. And you didn't do that. No, uh, no, no, no. That's right. Because I was yes. really like, I was all into freedom. You know, that's why this is kind of like my song. Uh, right. And I thought everybody should be treated well. I wanted women to have equal rights. I was way ahead of my time. Now, the, the land was given to you as a, a, a debt repayment by King Charles. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad was owed like a million dollars. Well, right. a million dollars a day. So they're like, hey, you can have all the land. I'm like, yeah. Right. So my dad gave it to me. I would come over here, set the whole thing up, got it all going. Had a place for the Quakers because, like, I used to give a hard time. I spent six. I was in prison six times. So right, it's like, come on that, now. That huh? religion was was illegal. You couldn't you couldn't practice your religion. But there's an no. interesting story behind why are you called Quakers? Yeah. Okay. So here's what happened. So King George and I were going at it. But I, mean, I, I got a problem with a guy. He's like, "Hey, take your hat off. You're in front of me. I'm not taking my hat off for you. Don't take my hat off for anybody. You know?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then uh, I was talking about, you know, God and stuff, and he goes, oh, you're going to be quaking before God? It was like a kind of a shot, and I'm like, okay, fine, you know, you want to call it that? So that's what we kind of came up with that. But let me just say something about coming in and seeing me. I got a 37-foot statue of me. I'm going to clear all this up, okay? When you come into Philadelphia, all right, coming in on a train, maybe the R5 local out of main line or whatever, or Route 30, get in a 33 station. Okay, you want to go down to Parkway? You want to have a good laugh, a good Philadelphia laugh? You look up at my statue, and I'm standing down. On my right hand, I got a scroll. It's a treaty. It's a treaty that I used <laughs> with the Indians, and I'm facing in the direction of where the treaty was signed. But if you come in, go down northwest, head off Broad Street, you look up to the right. It's like, ah, there's Willie Penn pissing down on a city. <laughs> well, well, if you had to redo that statue, would you do something different? I'd make you... the treaty a little longer, if you know what I mean, Terry. <laughs> You know? Are you relieved? Are you relieved that they're I'm they're relieving not... myself down on everybody on yeah, I, I I get it. I, but when they told you that you may have to go Whoa, away from I'm Willie Penn from, <laughs> from Welcome Park, 
what were you thinking? Where would you go? What, what, where would you know, end up? Melt, melt me down or something like that. Turn me into something. Like, you know, these wokesters out there, they just want to destroy Philadelphia and everything it's all about. And I, I don't know what they do with me, but uh, I'd still be on top of City Hall, down on everybody, letting everybody know what for. But, uh, no, I'm good. It's good for you. You know, listen, they had a chance to work it out. Governor steps in, saves it. There you go. Everybody happy. They, they don't understand this. Yeah, okay, I had slaves. Color me, color me guilty, okay? But a lot of other people had slaves. But the Quakers in Philadelphia, like in 1780-something or other, after I was long gone, they were one of the first ones to say, we got to get rid of the slave stuff. It's bad news. So, you know, I was kind of part of the whole thing. You know, even though I had a couple slaves, but I treated them well. But uh, anyway, that's not there's important. A, What's important is uh, I'm saved. Well, you are saved. Still around. I, I just I heard a little rumor about you, and I just want you to clear it up. Hey, okay. boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you That's are a, a treaty, Sherry. You, That's a you, treaty in my hand. <laughs> you were really serious. You were a very serious student. You were a very serious guy. Uh, and a friend of yours said, yeah. according to him, you only smiled once in your lifetime. You seem like a really happy guy. Wind. I wasn't oh. smiling. I had gas. <laughs> okay. I had some gas. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Penn. It's so nice to talk to you. I'm glad you're saved. I'm glad people can still see you at Welcome Park, and uh, it's just it's just really good to see you. Thank you for coming back from the, you know from the dead. Uh, yes. nice. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe's got big connections and stuff like that. Hey, walk me out of here. We're still filling up for freedom. There you go. Woo! There he goes. No words. No he doesn't seem so serious to me. He seems like he's a very, uh, a very optimistic, and I mean, he's not—he's not that serious. He's no. really upbeat. Well, later in life, I guess he's got more to laugh about. I, I guess, yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know that. Uh, so the news is that William Penn statue has been saved, and the Biden administration decides they're going to find some other statue to take down, satisfy somebody. Smells like cheesesteaks and, and like old man in here, Sherry. Why is that? Uh, well, we had a little bit of a visitor, and he, you oh. know, he's got the Philadelphia spirit. So the cheesesteaks, and he is really old. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay though. He was a nice guy. Know. All right, Teeny, you ready? You got letter of the day, Teeny. The answer is yes. Ah, there you go. Not gonna suspect a thing, Sherry. We drop the hammer on her. Here comes the mailman now. Mailman. Did it, mailman. I'm the mailman. As you yeah. can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. Yep. If you didn't know, I'm the mailman. I bring the mail to your door. To your door. You guys suck. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh we'll get letter of the day, but first let's take care. Didn't need that. We didn't need that. At this point, we'll get to the day in just a second, but here are all the rest. Sherry? Okay, this is the randos, as Joe, Joe, Joe calls them. Uh, Dina Whipple mm -hmm. on John's latest IG video. Is this how John practices for his chainsaw dance? No. I tell you, I found that little speaker at Home Depot, and I would like to buy the entire world one of those. Okay. Not everybody oh, gets one, so just cute. one that the whole world can share. Oh, I see. I was <laughs> waiting for mine. Okay. I guess I won't check them out. Uh, Trevor and uh, Trevor Garrett says, uh, just got off the phone with the Delta 
dental, and the lady sounded just like Sherry. What a pleasant conversation. Shh. Oh, good, I'm good doing to a know. little side good hustle when I'm off yeah. during commercials. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Delta Dental. UW is lost to Michigan, 360. Mm -hmm. Just, oh, I'm sorry, like Robert the Bruce, King of the Scots, said, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Go, dogs. We will be back. Ah, here you are. Uh, Dog eating cash and bumpers, 253. I had a dog that tried to rip a bumper off my kid's car. We opened the hood to see why. There ended up being a possum nest in the engine compartment, possibly that is why the dog was trying to get the bumper. Mm. <laughs> 206 says, worst jigsaw puzzle ever. And uh, Harold from Everett says, so you're saying if I cut my $100 bills in half, I can turn them in and <laughs> return with $200? Uh, Sherry? Is that no, the advice you gave office. Harold from No, Harry? no, 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 no. A bank has to have the serial number on it, and the printing office will do half of it, but there has to be, you know, you kind of prove that it's just one bill. Uh, Boom! Okay. Oh, sorry. Tinfoil Hat Tuesday. Uh, Joe in Snohomish says, it's not Putin who's assassinating people. It's gravity. Ah. Thank you, Andrew. That's you, by the way. We did a half an hour on them trying to possibly assess. And that's the only letter we got on that thing, Joe? Well, it's the only one worth reading. Oh. Joe Mama. <laughs> letter of the day, Sherry. And ready? now it is time for the letter of the day. Good job. Shh. Good job. Good job. Good job. Way to go there, teeny. Uh, okay. Shane and Olympia on the guy stuck in an urn. That sounds yeah. like a here, hold my beer kind of thing. Right after his buddy mm-hmm. said, I bet you couldn't fit into this urn. Booze make you, makes you do some pretty stupid stuff. All that being said, better that he got stuck in the urn rather than the other way around. I was a boy. <laughs> I like playing with fireworks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Too drunk to talk and instead vomited. <laughs> Still love that one. All right. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Didn't write no let's get, let's get motivated. Let's hear from uh, Pete Carroll as we head into the next You guys hour. suck. That's not Pete Carroll. <laughs> that is not Pete Carroll.